Well, hello and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. I hope everyone's having an absolutely blessed day today. And how are you doing today, Dad? Oh, awesome. Doing absolutely wonderful, for this is the day the Lord hath made, and I will rejoice and I will be glad in it every single day, every single moment, every single second, because we know that greater is he who is in us than he who is in the world. And so I love, love, love talking about Christ. In fact, I just had a friend over this morning, and we were talking, and I said, you know, if I had my way and I didn't have to deal with news, I would be preaching from the Bible every single day on our show, but I realized that our show is about the latest world news and health research, and so therefore I have to try to stay with our format. But I want you guys to know something. I am so blessed to be here today. I have not yet had an opportunity to pray for you guys this morning, but I will as soon as the show gets over with. Now, there are two tropical storms right now that are headed towards the United States. One of them is going to cross Florida, and the other one will cross into the panhandle. That's the projected tracks right now. So I need you guys to do me a favor. And we need to pray together right now because we're going to pray that these things dissipate and go away and just basically turn into low-pressure zones or whatever they need to and not cause any damage and that these things are not going to be here in the United States hitting us at the same time. It's the first time this has ever happened that we have two storms coming at us at the same time. So let's pray. Father, right now in the name of Jesus, these two tropical storms that are coming towards us, Father, I speak to those storms right now. I command them to go south. I command them to dissipate. I command them to go away. I thank you, Father, these storms aren't going to affect Florida or the United States. They're going to be completely and totally gone. For we know, Lord, greater is he who is in us than he who is in the earth, Lord. And whether, no matter what they're doing with these harp things and these harp instruments and their scalar waves, we've got the power of prayer. And prayer is also a scalar wave. And we know that we can dissipate these storms because we can speak against these things because you've given us that kind of power, that kind of authority, Father. I thank you, Lord, that this is going to happen. It's going to happen right now, and these things are going to go away. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, I pray. I wanted to do that this morning, guys, because I really, you know, I, I don't try to do that very often with you guys because, you know, we're, the show's aired at different time zones, different times, but I know it'll air out six times today, and I want to continue to speak that. Now, what we have to understand is that we've got these other people speaking and praying other things, too. So we've got to pray that we, in aggregate, for what we just did, because I really believe that these things are not going to come to the U.S., are not going to hit Florida, are not going to hit the Gulf, and they're going to just dissipate and go away or be marginal at best as far as how they approach us, as far as just a little bit of rain. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. Awesome. What's your first story? Well, one thing that's interesting I was looking at earlier today is that now, again, we have more manipulation of insects and animals down here in Florida. If anybody has seen this yet now, m numerous articles have been talking about this, is that there's now a group that has gotten approval to release 750 million genetically modified mosquitoes down here in Florida. The Food and Safety Environmental Group's Wednesday have condemned the decision by officials in Florida to approve the release of the 750 million GMO mosquitoes. They said with all the urgent crisis facing our nation and the state of Florida, including the COVID-19 and racial issues, they're now using tax dollars and government resources for a Jurassic Park experiment. The Florida Keys Mosquito Control Board on Tuesday approved the trial release slated for 2021 following over a year long debate 
one of the individuals, basically, Dana Pearls from the Food and Technology Program Manager at Friends of the Earth, said the release of genetically engineered mosquitoes will needlessly put Floridians, the environment, and endangered species at risk in the midst of a pandemic. This approval is about maximizing Oxitex profits, which is a company that basically has pushed this agenda, and it's not about pressing need to address mosquito-borne diseases. Let me explain something to you guys real quick. This has been an ongoing debate of these genetically modified insects. The problem with this is, as we've already seen with Oxitec and multiple other biotech companies that love playing God, so to speak, and genetically modifying insects and animals, including salmon, is that they are never used in a large control experiment. They basically genetically modify these things, build them in a lab, use them in a very, very small test subject, in you know, a lab setting, and then they say, okay, they seem to work here in a lab. Now we're going to release them out in the entire ecosystem of Florida, which contains thousands of different animals and different species and everything else across the board. Now, the issue is with this that's very troubling is that if you guys recall, back in September last year, there were multiple articles that got released in September 2019 of the plan that was used in Brazil to do this exact same thing. The plan involved genetically altering mosquitoes in Brazil, so allegedly their babies would die instantly. The company, British biotech firm Oxitec, oh, here's these guys again, Oxitec, back at it again, as they already did this in Brazil, they released the mutant mosquitoes with the alleged hope that they would breed with wild mosquitoes and spread the SIDS gene, causing the population to plummet substantially. Unfortunately, as we already know, and I reported this last year, the numbers came roaring back just 18 months later. Researchers said that the wild female mosquitoes may have run wise to the measure, allegedly. And it, if that wasn't Jurassic Park enough, the wild mosquitoes developed a resiliency to the measure, making their population even harder to squash and growing faster and larger. Now the region has been left with a huge population of hybrids, a combination of Brazilian mosquitoes and Cuban and Mexican breeds that were genetically altered. The outcome could make the entire population more resistant to the original mosquito control measures. Now, again, very little has been talked about this since last year after, you know, kind of the that second, that second round of mosquitoes came about. And so now you have the same company that created a giant fiasco in Brazil, and they're still having problems with this. It has not helped at all. It has made them worse in most cases, some of them which they are now saying are now becoming resistant to mosquito spray. You know, and you got the big bug spray truck that drives around town. They're now saying that that's not even being effective to knock those bugs out, which that's I don't even know what they're doing to these animals or these insects. And so now they want to do the same thing down here in Florida. This is, again, the manipulation of what is natural. These guys that work in these biotech firms, for some reason, they have this just this desire, this almost lust to try to manipulate what's out in the wild. The same thing was done with the wild salmon, as you guys have seen, and that's also been a fiasco. I've talked about that before in the past. So again, realize what's happening right now and what's really being done behind the scenes. And when they start releasing this stuff, there is no doubt about it to me in one bit that 
whoever's ahead of this in the keys as far as the board is definitely getting some type of payouts, kickbacks, or just flat bribery, to put it frank, because there's no legitimate reason to release 750 million mosquitoes into a full open population with such a changing and fluid ecosystem like Florida. Florida's got all kinds of different stuff going on down here. It's so very troubling to me. Definitely something to be aware about. We're still trying to fight it. We've been sending emails and so forth, but we'll see what happens because the problem is when you have absolute power with absolute greed, it's very difficult to overcome individuals that are involved with that sort of scenario. Also, too, in other news, this is something that came out in the Seattle Times a few weeks ago, and not a lot of people have talked about it. We've now exposed by various news outlets that various U.S. states have been competing with one another to stockpile full their warehouses with food. Now, millions and millions of dollars have now been spent by numerous states, California being another one of those, Washington State being a big one of those, and other ones that have been very silent and downright shady and secretive about what they're doing and preparing since April in the interruption of a food chain if it occurs. Now, the report out of the Seattle Times titled, From Peanut Butter to Applesauce, Washington State Stockpiles Tons of Food for the Needs Ahead. They're now saying that they have enough peanut butter to stockpile in the warehouse to make over 3 million sandwiches. They go on to say in the article here, Barilla pasta boxes stretched to the ceiling, 100,000 cases in all. Large stacks of treetop applesauce, pancake mix, and canned green beans sit on pallets, the report explains. The report goes on to state that about 30% of Washington state population is thought to be at risk of hunger in the coming days. Local news outlet Cairo 7 interviewed Washington State Department of Agriculture Director Derek Sanderson, who said the purpose of the COVID strategic reserves, what they're calling it, is to provide shelf-stable food to help support hunger prevention efforts around the state. They go on to say, though, this is extremely high demand. We're competing with every other state. We're competing, in some cases, with national organizations to try to feed America. But all of this is more concerning than comforting, as the U.S. government has been diligently hoarding food behind the backs of Americans for years. And as we've seen in some states, food has not even been available on the shelf. And a lot of food has basically just disappeared, not showing up, completely out of inventory. Now, the concept of storing food and being prepared is not one that I am opposed to at all. You guys know that. I'm very, very much for having food supplies. The issue that arises with this is with the millions of dollars being allocated to have these foods stored, there is no directive on how the food is going to be given out, who the food is going to be given to, and what strings are going to be attached to this food if it is rolled out. I don't think for one second that these states are spending this amount of federal grant money to stock up on this food that's going to go bad, you know, in the next probably three to five years if they didn't feel the need that they were going to be able to use it for something. Now, one thing that we have always seen in pretty much every single collapsing civilization and regime all across the world, you can go back decades, hundreds of years, all across is that food is always used as a weaponized tool against the populace when the regime wants to control what's going on. That being said, we saw significantly in Russia the fall of the Soviet Union. This is something that's troubling because as you see these states stockpile food, you also see the supply lines get very thin in some areas at supermarkets. Now, what happens when these supply lines start to dry up? and you start to see people not be able to get food, 
the next option is going to be the state's going to have food. And people go, well, that's great. The state's going to help you out. And again, I'm going to repeat, what caveats and what strings are going to be placed on this food if you have to go to a shelter camp or a food camp or a FEMA camp in order to get this food? Are they going to say, oh, you can come in. We'll provide you food, water, clothing, shelter. Great. Awesome. You just got to get this COVID vaccine or you just have to get this mark or... You have to turn in your firearms or all of the above, A, B, C, and D. I don't know. I'm speculating. But what I am saying is for all these states in unison to start stockpiling this food, when we see shortages in the market, shows me that they know something else is on the horizon. And that's why I encourage everybody, make sure you're stocked up, whether it's you know organic pasta, whether it's canned food, whether it's MREs, whether it's food buckets, just get something clean. We have finally got confirmation that the food buckets have shipped this week. I will be putting them up on the website today for a pre-sale now that I know we have some coming in. They will be limited, though. I can't allow everybody to come in and start buying 10 and 20 buckets at a time. They'll be limited to two buckets per household for the time being. Now, I do have more on order. But what's going on right now, and this is what's happening very, very quickly, the organic food buckets, because these are USDA-certified organic, not, oh, these are kind of non GMO, oh, they're kind of all natural. No, these are USDA certified organic food. Much, much harder to acquire and much harder to keep in stock because the organic food supply is much smaller than the GMO food supply. There's a lot of buckets on the market that are constantly selling GMOs or all natural, and you can look at the ingredients. You guys know I've gone over this many a times on the ingredients to look for and to stay away from. And the reason why I say that is, in my opinion, this is just me, if I'm in a situation where I have to be at a heightened state and I have to be very active, I need my body to function as cleanly as possible. I generally eat all organic as much as possible or non-GMO the best I can. So I eat very clean on a regular basis. If I go from eating very clean to all of a sudden cracking a bucket that's full of hydrogenated oil, soy protein, GMO food, and the list goes on, I know my body's not going to function very well, not to mention it's going to be much more susceptible to sickness and disease. So that's why I encourage everybody, if you're going to stockpile food, whether it's our organic food buckets or organic you know, canned foods, whatever you got to get, make sure you're getting top-tier quality. Even if that means you can't buy as much of what you need right now, slowly set aside money and start buying stuff as you can get it and have a reserve of clean food on hand. That's my opinion on that, Dad, because these states are not stockpiling 100,000 cases of pasta and enough peanut butter for 3 million sandwiches because they like to have peanut butter sit in a warehouse for decades on end and go bad. These people know something's going on, and this is one of the first time we've seen more than just the federal government stockpile essentials. Now That's we're right. seeing state by state by state stockpile millions upon millions of dollars of food. At the time right now, we have a shortage in the market because of food problems due to rain, due to massive drought, and also due to flooding in the Midwest over the last two years. So that's my stance on that, Dad. I encourage everybody to get prepared. Well, that's why we prayed. One of the reasons we prayed this morning for those storms. These things are harp storms. I'm just telling you what they are. They have the ability to turn them the other way. We have the ability to turn them the other way through our prayers. I believe that with all of my heart. You think you can control the brother how you pray? You absolutely better believe I do. I absolutely believe that we can pray and that God Almighty will hear our prayers and that he will answer our prayers and he will turn these storms. I believe that because these storms are being genetically 
created, if you want to use that term, or artificially created, you know, by using HARP, which is basically old technology now. They're using space-based systems, C-Dome radar systems. I've done entire shows on this now in order to direct and to guide these storms. Now they're pushing huge moisture going into the Midwest again to, war, to damage more stuff. It's all about submission. We're basically under a Kabbalah spell. I talked about this on Monday. And we're supposed to believe that Donald Trump, who has a Kabbalist son-in-law and a Kabbalist daughter, and who has received the Tree of Life Award from the Kabbalist Center. Did you hear what I just said? The Tree of Life Award. That's the tree they believe that the snake's wrapped around in Kabbalah. He's received the Tree of Life Award. In fact, he was interviewed a few years ago, and they actually showed the picture of the Tree of Life Award that he received from the Kabbalists. In his book that he wrote, one of his authors that basically was in that book and was interviewed talked about, now the author did, it was not Trump's Kabbalist teacher, it was one of the people who wrote in the book talked about his Kabbalah teacher. And so Trump felt strongly enough about this individual, knowing that he practiced Kabbalah, to put him in as a mentor for an example to who to use on the book as far as success. And we have to understand that Trump now has pretty much signed over his executive authority to FEMA has made them very, very powerful. We talked about this a couple of months ago by declaring a national emergency. So in that point, the Constitution gets suspended. At that point, the old documents that seem to be so outdated, according to Trump, get to be suspended. We have to understand that. And in addition to that, I'm going to play an audio for you real quick. And it's Donald Trump saying that he's got general a general lined up, has the military lined up, which completely goes against posse comitatus, and others others. Now, I want to know who in the heck the others are. Is it going to be UN troops? Let's listen. I think we're going to have a vaccine by the end of the year. We're doing very well with the vaccine. And I will tell you something. I just literally left a meeting. We're mobilizing our military and other forces. Other forces. We're mobilizing our military on the basis that we do have a vaccine. You know, it's a massive job to give this vaccine. Our military is now being mobilized, so at the end of the year, we're going to be able to give it to a lot of people very, very rapidly. Okay, now, 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 if that, 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 if that enough, if that enough doesn't get your attention, I don't know what to do. And now, I've told you that he was doing this. I just want to know who the other forces. We're going to mobilize our military and other forces. Are we talking about militias, state militias? Are we talking about United Nations troops? I have no idea. Now, remember what he said, too. Remember don't, don't remember this little interview he did just a couple of years ago? Listen to this one. You'll like this one, too. We get it to play. All right, we basically lost it. I'll bring it up to you in a second. But then this other one, he's talking about gun control and taking people's guns away before they have due process. He's in this big, huge cabinet meeting, and he's talking about that. Now, we need to understand this is the Donald Trump that, quote-unquote, Q has said is going to protect us from everything and everything, everything and everything and anything. And we need to realize that we have completely been hoodwinked. Now, you think, well, boy, you're really hammering Trump this morning. Guys, you just heard him say that he's going to use other forces in order to implement the vaccine. Now, I, I don't know. I don't. I, listen, here we go. In a break with the NRA and fellow Republicans, the De president met with lawmakers demanding stricter gun control and told them he'd even support bypassing due process to take guns from the mentally ill. Bypassing due process. With the surprising remarks from the president. Paula, good morning. We have to act. We can't wait and play games 
and nothing gets done. President Trump stunned lawmakers on both sides of the aisle Wednesday with his overarching demands for gun control. Take the firearms first and then go to court. Take the firearms first, then go to court. ...suggested court procedures for removing guns from dangerous people. Trump caught him and many in the room off guard by seeming to dismiss due process. I like taking the guns early, so you could do exactly what you're saying, but take the guns first, go through due process second. All right, take the guns first, go through due process second. What the heck are we all just now? I have I have told you guys this stuff repeatedly that, that he this is what he believed and what he did and what he's doing with red flag gun laws. I want you to hear from his own words, from his own mouth, because this was a couple of years ago. But we need to realize what is what is what is going on in the United States right now is not what we think it is. We have to understand that we have been duped. We have been absolutely duped by this president at this point. Now, whether or not we voted for him in the beginning, I really believe he was going to do what he thought was going to be right to try to fix the country. I really believe that. But I believe he is so compromised by what he's done in his life and by the people he's been involved with. I mean, remember last year when, when I believe the guy's name was uh, Brewer, he basically ended up getting killed, you know, who worked with Deutsche Bank and Citibank. Basically, he loaned Trump hundreds of millions of dollars that Donald Trump defaulted on in Citibank, and then he went to then he went to Deutsche Bank, and all of a sudden they find the guy last year hanging by his neck until dead. He was the Deutsche Citibank banker. Guys, this is the important stuff that we have to understand: that the guys that are running this planet, the entities, the weirdos, whatever you want to call them, these guys aren't playing, you know, for real. They're not doing that. They're, 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 playing, they're not playing fairly, I should say. These guys are playing for blood, and we need to understand this. And, if, and you know, this guy's name was Thomas Bowers was his name. And if we understand who these guys are and who the players in this field is, that's why Monday's show was so incredibly important. When I straight laid out exactly Monday five days ago, it was probably the best show we've done in a long, long time, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday of this week, all tied together. And I specifically talked about the spell the Kabbalists were using to make us believe. You just heard Donald Trump saying, I want to take the guns first. We can do due process. No, he just completely and totally destroyed the Second Amendment of the Constitution with these red flag gun laws. He did that. You see here, you hear him in his own words pushing it, and he wants to bring United States, United States troops and others. What, what the other forces? What does that even mean? To force everybody to take a vaccine at the end of the year that's not even going to be tested? Think through this. Break the spell. Any of you right now, in the name of Jesus, if you're still under this spell that's been put on you, I break it right now in Jesus' name. I do. Because I want you to see what's going on. I'm telling you, as long as Donald Trump does what the Kabbalists want him to do, he's going to be reelected. He's going to usher us into this mess we're going to be in. Watch out for October and November of this year. Austin's right about the food. Now, I'm going to say one other thing. At this point, you need to be getting canned goods if you can find any left on the shelves in the grocery store. Even if you bought non-organic storable food, you could even use it for barter if you needed to. But if that, if, let me say this again. If, if you guys are eating junk food all the time, as much as we talk to you about eating healthy, it doesn't make a bit of difference whether you buy organic food or not at this point, as long as you have the calorie intake coming to you. Now, I'm not promoting the use of junk, storable food, because I'm not going to use it if I can help it. But the point is, at this point, canned goods, anything to maintain calorie intake, because remember, 
They've already signed an executive order. <laughs> they can come in and seize your food if they know you have it. So keep your mouth shut. Don't talk about it to your friends and your neighbors. And I hate to talk to you like that because I love you guys, but you just can't talk about it. Oh, I've got all this food stored up. Well, guess what? If they find out you got all that food stored up, they're going to send in officials to take it away. i got all this water stored up. Come take the water away. I mean, Obama signed all of these executive orders, which are still in play right now, allowing them to seize pretty much all natural resources in the United States. One sentence in the name of the order, so you guys can look through it and figure out what you want to do with this. But this is where we found ourselves now. We have found ourselves with Q, Annan, who's gone out and told everybody that Donald Trump is playing three-dimensional chess. It's a total CIA, Kabbalist spell, psychological operation to confuse the hearts and the minds of the people. We have a president who said he'll never touch the Second Amendment. Now he's pushed red flag gun laws and has seized thousands of guns from thousands of people who've had their gun seized in the state of Florida, by the way, already because of Donald Trump. Thousands. And many of those people, I'm sure, were patriots. And so we have a president who says one thing that turns around and does something completely else, something completely different. And I talked to my friend, a pastor who I no longer associate with, last year after Trump did this. And this pastor had been to the White House. And he was sitting here defending Trump. And I said, dude, what, are you kidding me? I said, are you not seeing this? Are you under the Kabbalah spell too? Are you not understanding what's going on? I said, you have been handled. Well, I talked to the White House. No, I said, you don't talk to the White House. I said, you talk to somebody they've assigned to you. They're not in the White House. You talk to somebody who's been assigned to you to contact you as part of the clergy response team set up through FEMA and through the United States government to handle your parishioners if we have a national emergency. I said, you've been handled. You've been made to believe that Q is real. Guys, let me tell you something. Like we talked about this all week. There's no way that coronavirus is going away after our election in November. I mean, there's a high probability if they can push it as hard as they want, they won't even have an election in November. Now, do you think we're going to have an election right now? Yes, I still think we are. But Trump's already hinted at this. We want to create mass maximum anarchy. Now, I'm going to say something. Listen to me real close. Because this is about to get real, real right now. Let's say, let's say they, they put out 500,000 troops to disperse and administer coronavirus vaccines all over the United States. Now, listen to me. And also, I want your comment on this. So they start sending troops out. So you look down your driveway, you got a Hummer coming in or an MRAP coming in. You got troops coming out of it. Now, now you got 12 troops coming out of it. They're all running around. They do a sweep around the outside of your house. Also, they start pounding on the doors and they're saying, We're here to administer your coronavirus. And you go, No, thank you. And they go, You don't understand. We're not asking. And you're going, Well, you don't understand. I'm not taking it. And then some patriot out there pulls out a gun and kills one of these troops. Now, listen to me. I'm telling you. I'm not suggesting this happens. I'm telling you, let's use a what-if scenario. By God, I'm not taking that virus. You turn that gun down. Put that gun down. Also, they start shooting. Yeah. Lexington, Concord. Yeah. Everything all over again. All of a sudden... Oh, my God, that we have firing in the streets. The, the civilians are shooting against the military. Executive order. Seize all the weapons. What? We're under a state of emergency. Take away everybody's guns. And you're, you're like, uh, they, they would 
do that. I'm here to tell you, if the United States civilian population who's opposed to coronaviruses start firing at U.S. troops or other forces, all hell will break loose and they will come in and say, we're going door to door now, just like they did in New Orleans, and sweep for gun confiscation everywhere. Now, if you think I'm making it up, I haven't talked to Austin about this, but let's think through that scenario. What do you think, Austin? There's no doubt about it. That's a possible scenario. Um, the biggest thing that I think, and this is my personal opinion, I'm just going to put this out there right now, the element of a hot war in the United States is something that I personally think the international bankers want to avoid at all costs. The reason being is this. The infrastructure breakdown and damage. Infrastructure, roadways, bridges, 5G network towers, and the list goes on the lines. If we got involved in a full-blown hot war in the United States, all of that would start getting massively disrupted because the first incident that this occurred, that shots were fired, Lexington and Concord all over again, it would no longer be, we're going to have a talk show anymore. I'm going to be real front with you guys. This would no longer be a talk show. This would be, all right, we're deploying. Civilian militias are deploying out. That's, that's the only option at that point because at that point in time, you no longer can sit in your home and shiver in the closet and wait for them to kick in your door. So I think the aspect of that is a last-ditch effort. Do I think it's a plausible scenario for them to try to implement? Yes. Do I think what they're going to try to do first off is psychological warfare, which has been working so incredibly well, better than I ever thought it could work, in controlling the minds of the masses and especially keeping people dumbed down through the mainstream media. I've been grossly disappointed over the last six months to see how many people have been so irresponsibly compliant and blindly submissive to what's going on right now. Large percentage of the population, even people I know. Now, a lot of my good friends, absolutely not. They're staying right there with me. And that tells you right there who would stand their ground if the situation arose and who would drop their gun and say, please, please, don't shoot me. They're over there behind the wall. Just let me live. you got to watch out for that too, guys. you got to watch out for those people that when they get in a scenario, and it gets tight. When you got to get mean, you got to get dirt dog mean. They turn around and go, "I can't handle this. I'm just gonna. I'm, I'm gonna make. I, I don't want to deal with this. If I give in and I surrender, they're going to cut me some slack." Now, the reason why they're storing food, in my opinion, is to use that again as a tool. There's already been calls, as I reported, with multiple doctors in the USA Today. Multiple countries are already starting this, including in Australia. They're saying they're going to implement this. There's parts of Europe that are starting to talk about this, is that they do not want you to be able to use public transport, planes, trains, or be able to go into stores or shop, including supermarkets, if you do not have your vaccine COVID pass. This has been talked about for months, and it's finally started to get mainstream attention when the USA Today posted that article, which I have it on the website under basically the, the current articles. The easiest way to get people to comply with a vaccine is going to be to starve them out or prevent them from being able to financially take care of their families. 
if you go in and you basically tell people you can't go to your job anymore, you can't go to the supermarket anymore, you can't ride on a plane anymore, you can't take a train anymore, you basically can't do anything anymore, and it's for your protection, you're going to have the vast majority of the populace that are really not truly, fully convicted. They're going to turn around and they're going to get vaccine compliant. Now, that next scenario is there will always be a rebellious group and a rebellious streak in the United States populace. There always has been, there always will be. And so what they're trying to do now, listen to me, guys, they're trying to go after each segment and reduce the amount of rebellion as much as possible. I'm going to talk to you guys about that in a second here in detail in the Christian world. I just got an article earlier this week, and I've been looking at it and researching it a little bit. If they can take the black community, the Hispanic community, and say, okay, you guys got to do this for the greater men. Majority of them say, okay. Then you go in and you start taking basically the alleged left and right, the Democrats, the Republicans, and you get those segments because they're all little segments. There's no unity anymore in the United States. Take those little segments, chop them up. Okay, well, we only have a little bit of rebellion in these segments. Then you go and you start looking at the Christian community. Okay, guys, listen, you have to do this. You have to comply because this is what the Bible said to do. You chop up that. Top up the patriot community. Hey, we're going to take away your money. We're going to take away your job. We're going to take away your livelihood. Just comply. A lot of them are going to say, okay. Now you're going to have very small pockets in the United States that are going to be actually very easy to disarm and forcibly vaccinate or basically arrest and detain because you're not going to have any significant unity or any significant militia to go up against. That plays in the role with the red flag gun laws and the universal background checks. Now, I've had people argue with me and say, okay, well, Trump has never signed any type of gun laws, and that is a fact. He has never personally signed an executive order signing any gun laws into place. However, he has heavily encouraged and heavily pushed two specific things that I've told you guys I'm very dramatically opposed about. The red flag gun laws, he's never signed a federal law. He did, however, massively encourage red flag gun laws to be implemented, as Dad already just talked about earlier. There's no question, there's no debate about that. Right after he encouraged that, we had the red flag gun law ramrodded through Florida Senate and passed. Once that happened, it gave a green light to all law enforcement to start taking out targeted civilians that basically could possibly be a threat. As Dad has said, and I've repeated repeatedly, Thousands, I think it's up to like 6,000 or 7,000 firearms have been seized in the state of Florida. Now, it's never talked about in mainstream media. And it can be literally for a post on a Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, that basically you show a firearm and you put a meme up and you say something that's basically considered some type of threat in the world of political correctness. And that's it. They can justify getting a red flag gun law if you get turned in and go in and seize your firearms. And you do not have to process. You have to prove that you are not a threat in order to get your firearms back. And if not, they can continue to keep your firearms seized every single year. That being said, we now have, I think, 17 or 18 states in the entire country now that have active red flag gun laws. The universal background checks. Now, stay with me here. I'm going to tie all this together in a second. The universal background checks are being pushed heavily by Congress, and they're trying to get pushed. And I don't know if Trump's ever going to sign one. I don't know if he will or not. It'll probably take some other incident, like some fake, you know, false flag shooting to do it, if they do it. But if not, the states have already started to implement it. All across the country, states have implemented this one as well. Universal background checks basically make it a felony for me to sell my friend John one of my AR-15s without going through an FFL dealer and signing a 4473 background check through ATF and the FBI. 
the reason why they want to do that is they want to make sure they can track and monitor every single firearm that's purchased and transferred. Right now in the state of Florida, there are none of that. I can go buy an AR-15 from John. I can turn around and sell it to Bob. Bob can turn around and sell it to Johnny, and the list goes down the line. That firearm does not have any type of tracking to it. That's the way it's supposed to be. The government is never supposed to have any type of say on how you can, when, and who you should sell firearms to. Now, if you get caught selling a firearm to a convicted felon and they get caught, now that's different. That's on you. You knowingly sold a firearm to a felon. That's why you have to be very, very careful if you sell firearms on the open market and know who you're selling firearms to. And I suggest getting a bill of sale so if something comes back and they are a felon and they go to use that firearm in an armed robbery, you could say, hey, this is who he was. This is his ID. This is his signature. I sold him a firearm. He told me he was a non-felon. I'm absolved. This is not my problem anymore. He lied to me. That's just my two cents on that. Now, there's an article that just came out on the Christian Post. I'm going to bring this up right now when I just talked about segmenting parts of the population. That's why there's no unity. They want to have black against white, Hispanic against black, Republican against Democrat, gay against straight, Christian against basically everybody else, Muslim against well, everybody. And so all across the line, I'm not saying you can get along with everybody. I'm not saying there's ever going to be full unity. I don't live in this type of utopia where I think we're going to have world peace. It's idiotic. There's never been world peace in the entire history. So there's no reason to think everybody's always going to be unified, but there could be way more unity in this country, way more unity, if we did not have the divisive mainstream media that's consistently trying to cause as much conflict as they can. An article came out from the ChristianPostNews.com. Now, this article was called, stated, Christian Statement on Science for Pandemic Times. And this is basically a coalition of more than 2,700 high-profile evangelical Christian pastors spanning the fields of science and religion. That's, yes, that signed on to a statement built, a Christian statement on science for pandemic times. In which I quote, it states, it warns against the politicization of new coronaviruses, of new, uh, the new coronavirus, and it also urges Christians to take appropriate action. So you go on to say, what did they say in here that's so horrible, Austin? Well, I'm going to tell you right now. Part of the quote in here says, thoughtful Christians may disagree on public policy in response to the coronavirus, but none of us should ignore clear scientific evidence. Now, of course, they like to say scientific evidence because that's what Fauci put on television, or that's what CNN reposted. There's no question about the clinical controlled studies. There's no question about what there could be done from a natural standpoint. It's just blindly follow clear scientific evidence is what they're implying here. They said, we call on all Christians, we call on all Christians to follow the advice of public health experts and support scientists doing crucial biomedical go. research on COVID-19. You go, okay, we're calling on all Christians. goes on to say here, churches also spoke out against calls from federal and local government authorities to close their churches amid the new coronavirus pandemic, risking fines and arrest. Even Bishop Patrick Wood Sr. slammed Dr. Anthony Fauci, calling him a backslidden Catholic and a self-professed humanist who is being used as a political tool by the left. Okay, so what they're doing is in this article, if you guys have followed, they're giving you what you need to do, but then they're also giving you something everybody can agree on. Every single Christian can agree shutting down churches is not okay. It's not okay. That's something we can all agree on. So they bring you to a media point. You go, oh, I agree with that. Fauci's basically being used as a puppet. He's a bobblehead. He's being told to do this. We cannot shut down the churches. I agree with him on this. Then they go to say any further, and this is where it starts getting warm. 
it's appropriate for Christians to be skeptical of claims made by scientists who speak outside their area of expertise. Okay, so people are going, all right, all right, so I'm, it's okay, I can be critical about this. However, Christians need to balance God's call to meet together with God's call to protect the vulnerable among us. Here's where you're really like this, and I quote, Mask rules are not experts taking away our freedom, but it is an opportunity to follow Jesus' commands to love our neighbors as ourselves. Yes. Christians are called to love the truth. We should not be swayed by falsehoods. Getting vaccinated against COVID-19 when a safe vaccine is available and it's directed by a physician. A large fraction of the population needs to be vaccinated to develop their herd immunity, which protects immunocompromised and others who cannot be vaccinated. Vaccination is a provision from God that will prevent disease not only for ourselves, but the most vulnerable among us. And we go on to repeat, they are not asking to take away our freedoms, but an opportunity to follow Jesus' command. Christians are called to love the truth, and we should not be swayed by falsehoods. I can't come up with any better Christian-based rhetoric if I tried to do so. Actually, I could not even do it that well because I'm not a master manipulator. They're blatantly telling people that are Christian, it does not matter what the all-powerful government tells you to do. You will follow what they do, and you should follow what they do because that is Jesus' commands. It doesn't matter if they tell you to stick your thumb up your rectum and put your hand on top of your head and pat your head while you walk in circles if you go into the store. If that's to protect other people from COVID, you have to do that because you're supposed to love your neighbor as yourself. This is a complete and total manipulation of biblical principles, biblical law, and biblical word from God Almighty. I'm here to tell you right now, these 2,700 evangelical pastors, in my opinion, are going to have to answer for signing on to this one day when they go into the next life. That's just my opinion. Understand they're using this as a tool to divide as many people as they can in each small fragmented segment. So when the time comes... If they do have to do what dad was saying and they start going door to door because they already have your name for not getting vaccinated, they already have your firearm registration because of universal background checks, and they already have your noncompliance because they see every single thing you say and do on the Internet, they know exactly where to go, exactly who to talk to, and exactly how to handle you because they have your GPS tracking on your phone at all times. They'll have specific targeted individuals that they can go after, and they will handle the way they need to do so, and there will be very little to no infrastructure loss. This is why I have been telling everybody, we have to start coming together and resisting now. That scenario that Dad put together and that I just buttoned up here at the end is not something that's coming next week. Tell me that right now. That's not coming next week. That's probably not even coming next month. That may not even be coming next year. But if we don't do something about it, it will be coming nonetheless. And the more people that come together, the more patriots, Christians, any type of basis that you stand for and you can come in unison together, it is imperative we all do so right now. And that also means not being a compliant slave and putting on a mask to walk 10 feet so you can sit down and take it off again. If you truly feel the need that you're going into an area where you need to be protected and you need to wear a gas mask or you need to wear 
a very highly restrictive N95 respirator, by all means do so. But if you think you're doing good by wearing a neck gaiter or a bandana or a cheesecloth over your face when you walk into a convenience store because it's for the protection of everybody else, you really need to check your own principles and your own convictions in your own life, my friends, because almost everybody I've talked to has told me, they don't think the masks do anything, but when they wear a mask, they do it because they don't like the looks they get, and they don't want any conflict. I'm here to tell you right now, the conflict you get from getting a dirty look when you walk into a store full of people in the same AC ventilation system and the same people that are walking side by side isn't doing anything about COVID. As we've seen now, the alleged numbers keep going up, even though there's mask restrictions everywhere. The alleged deaths keep going up, even though there's mask restrictions everywhere. Understand what they're doing to you from a psychological standpoint. Act accordingly. Wake other people up. Because right now, guys, it's time to stand our ground before that final scenario starts to play in. And at that point, there will be no easy going anymore. There will no be dirty looks. There will be active gunfights on a regular basis all across the country. If you guys cannot see that, I don't know what else to tell you. So again, make up your mind, find your conviction, and stand your ground on it because you're going to have to make a choice here pretty soon what side you're on, Dan. Awesome. I, I, I can't say it any better than you just said it. What this is, this article, and I saw this article yesterday. It was posted on an alt news site. I read through it and I said, this is disinformation. Not going to do this. Not, gonna, not even going to, not even going to post this because it's Delphi technique. This is when a group of people are running a meeting. They teach you how to do this. I've talked about it in depth and they propose something. They agree with them on something. They shut them down and they give an alternative solution. Pure Delphi technique. The entire article is Delphi technique. That's why I did not post it. And what they're doing is they have this clergy response team of 2,700 evangelists who are all Zionists. Probably a lot of them, and I'm going to say this, are Kabbalists. Almost every one of them is an Israel first kind of guy. And what they're doing is they're saying, going with Romans 8, which has been completely and totally twisted out of the narrative, you've got to obey the ruling powers. And then what I love is God has given us a coronavirus vaccine to help save us. Okay, Here's the problem. They ain't talking about the great I am. you got to remember who their God is. And this is why I got into that giant argument with that evangelical guy that I know, that I don't talk to or even associate with anymore, who'd been in the White House, because he wanted to argue with me about all this stuff, acting like a blithering idiot. And I said, look, I said, you've been handled. I said, they want you to be part of this clergy response team. I said, you've been handled, you've been taken care of, and I mean, I'm done with the guy. Because I, I refuse to argue about stuff that's so blatantly obvious to all of us who are listening to the show today. We have, and Austin's right, it may not come next month, or next week, or next year, or the following year. I don't know when it's going to come. But when they start going door to door, I know a bunch of good old boys. They're all about their guns and their trucks and their dogs. I, I, I'm telling you. And they ain't going to be held down on some gurney and be strapped out and given a vaccine. They're going out with the boots on. Now, I'm not recommending that we go out and we try to try start killing people. I don't recommend that at all. I recommend that we do this through prayer and we do this through basically standing up against the narrative. And one of the things that you can do, now listen to me. This is very, very important. You guys are so brilliant. I want you to listen to this and think through the scenario with me. If all of us stop wearing their darn masks, almost said a bad word, and we stop doing it, they're going to go back and they're going to do a beta test on this and they're going to check their 
statistics. They're going to check their numbers. They're going to check what they've just learned. They're going to say, these people aren't going to submit. By God, they're walking around without masks on. You know, we got 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, 80 percent of people walking around without masks. They're not going to do this. They're not going to submit to this new world order yet. They're not ready yet. We got to pump up more fluoride. We got to give them more drugs. We've got to put in more spells on them. That's what we want because everything they do is done by the numbers. It's all done by beta testing. It's all done by spells. I mean, you get Donald Trump and he says stuff. And, you know, listen, listen to this. Listen to this, this next whole scenario he does. It doesn't even make any sense. It's almost like he's telling us we're under a Kabbalah spell while he's reading the notes. Listen to this. Country specifically, it makes much more sense. Listen, listen. Something good going to happen. I really believe that. There's something very good going to happen. We have to get back. So think of it. In this horrible period, this horrible, dark period where this, this monster, monster came. Worked its horrible, horrible spell. Worked its horrible spell over the world. You hearing this? Did you hear that? Worked its horrible over its horrible spell over the country. That's Trump's words. This horrible monster came and worked its spell. What the heck? What is he trying to put us under some Kabbalah mind control? Was that what he's reading? Who gave him that speech? What the heck? Well, some spell we have now. So I mean, so. When we think through this stuff and we realize that people aren't going to stand here and take this anymore. Another another fight broke out on an American Airlines plane yesterday when a passenger refuses to follow face covering policies. Two women this time. And I mean, they went at each other. I and mean, they were beating on each other on the doggone airplane. This is what they want. Maximum, maximum fear. Maximum, maximum spell casting. It's all about Satanism is what this is. And when they tell you that their God gave us the coronavirus vaccine, yeah, it ain't the great I am. I mentioned that earlier. It's not that. We need to understand who and what is doing this to us. And that's why we talked about it on the show all the time. Your show's gotten so religious. You talk about Jesus all the time. You talk, yeah. And you talk about the Kabbalah all the time. Uh, yeah, it's a bad thing I do. And you talk about how the world is being manipulated by a giant energy field. Yeah, I do. It's called a spell. It's been put around the hearts of the minds like a mask. That's what the Bible says. And you tell us that our battle's not against flesh and blood. Yeah, that's what the Bible says. Yeah, you're right. So, yeah, you're right. Because yesterday I had a conversation with a really good listener, a brilliant woman. Her name's Carmen. And she sent me an email. I, I, I called her up. I said, I, I want to talk to you about this. And we were talking about an author that we know who talks about all the same stuff that we talk about, the cult that runs the world, talks about the Kabbalists, talks about the Zionists, but he never talks about Jesus. Why? Because he doesn't know Christ. And to him, this is a no-win scenario. We're all basically screwed. That's just, and I'll, I'll tell you, the guy's name is David Icke. And I like David Icke. He's a brilliant man. But he's not a Christian. The only thing he knows about Christianity is the doggone Church of England, which is so corrupt it's ridiculous. And so he doesn't understand the power that we have through Jesus, the power that we have through the written word, the power that we have through the blood of the Lamb, by the blood of our saints. Well, he doesn't understand that. He doesn't get it. So to him, it's like, we're all just, we're, we're all hosed. We got this group of people, this interdimensional group. He talks about this. This interdimensional group 
he calls them shapeshifters, that basically are controlling the planet through interdimensional interfaces and D-wave computers. He talks about all the same stuff that we do, but he leaves Jesus out of the equation. And Carmen's right. If you don't have the answer, you don't know what to think. Because if you don't know who Christ is, and he came for us, and he died for us to fix this mess, you're in the middle of this mess. And you start looking at the world to fix these issues. The world can't fix it. Can't do it. Even uh, Jerry Falwell Jr. now, you know, he had his picture with his pants on zipped with his arms around another woman other than his wife the other day having the drink in his hand on a 160-foot yacht. And now all of a sudden his use of yachts coming under scrutiny because apparently this was a NASCAR yacht. And basically uh, <laughs> he basically is now giving money to NASCAR through his organization through Liberty University since at least 2018 Liberty has sponsored a car with Hendrick Motorsports a contract that typically runs well into the millions of dollars and now he gets to use this yacht well that's called quid pro quo in other words he's giving people money from a non-profit to get stuff in return including the use of this yacht if Jerry Falwell Jr he's already stepped down from Regent University he's not careful he will not only step down permanently from Regent University, he will be put in jail for this. This is a major, major mess that we have with so many of these nonprofit organizations now in ministries that we call ministries, these 5013C corporations that are government beholden. Guys, listen to me. Your relationship is personal with Christ. He died for you, you and me. He doesn't want a religion. God doesn't want that. He wants a relationship. And the sooner we understand that, the sooner we can realize that we can step away from the spell they're casting on us. I mean, the whole conversation with Trump, talking about the spells being cast by this monster. What the heck? What is even? Who gave him that speech? Understand that we're telling you the truth on the Ted Nelson Brower Show. Guys, I love you. I do. You guys have a wonderful weekend. Austin's on Hagman tonight. You guys are absolutely amazing. I will pray for you guys in a little bit. Have a wonderful weekend. Always remember, we can do all things through Christ who stands, strengthens us, including stand against this. Thank you, guys. Also, finish it up. Absolutely, man. And again, it's time to put up or shut up, so to speak, in this country. It's time for us to start making a stand for what we believe in our convictions. I've seen so many people have said, oh, well, you know, that's ridiculous. I'm not going to do it. Then you turn around, they give in to it. And something else happens. Something else happens. Something else happens. Compliance through fear is one of the easiest, one of the easiest ways to control the populace without ever even having to touch food or weapons as far as those topics. If you scare a populace enough, you can get them to pretty much do just about anything and be as compliant as you want. And that's why every single day, I've told you this before, the numbers don't add up. You look at the CDC numbers of total tests in the United States, total positive tests, total negative tests, total alleged deaths in the country. You have a 99.7% chance of surviving from coronavirus in the United States. That's where we are, 99.6, 99.7. And that's with their numbers being heavily manipulated. When you actually look at everything in aggregate together as a populace. I told you guys three days ago, Australia. Australia, 26 million people in Australia. They've had 460 deaths in eight months. And they have, they have more deaths from snake bites in Australia, literally. And they're saying now we're going to mandate it. We're going to mandate that you have to have a vaccine in Australia. If people don't realize that this is obviously being used as a global control tool, you know, I don't know what else to tell people much more. And some people are just that blind. It is. But when you have a 
0.0017% death rate in Australia from COVID, and that's even with the numbers that they have. You got to really ask yourself, what's the real agenda? This is why I continue to tell people, ask questions. Don't, don't believe what I say. You don't have to. I'm just, I'm just me, man. I'm just Austin Brower. There's nothing special about me. I'm just out here trying to wake people up. Don't have to believe what I say. Do your own research. Do your own research and figure out what's really going on. And then I promise you, if you really do your own research with an open mind and remove your bias on what you've been told from normalcy from the years past, you'll realize real quick what's really going on. So, again, I encourage everybody, thank you for forwarding this information from Health Masters. Thank you for speaking up. One of the best things we can do is speak our minds. Stand up and talk. Communicate when you're out in public. This is why, again, they want people muzzled. As I told you before, it's almost impossible for two people to communicate with a mask on. I've watched it before. It's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. But, again, people don't talk anymore now. People go out in public. Everybody walks around scared. Big old bug eyes, mask on their face, try to check out real quick, don't want to talk to anybody. Why? That's what they want. They don't want people talking about this right now. So, again, get out there. Speak your mind. Be sure to check out the website. Call us up if you need anything. Healthmasters.com, the ultimate multiple powder on sale right now for over 20% off. And also, too, be sure we're going to have the food buckets up on the website later on this afternoon once I get everything uh, solidified and updated on the website with them. So be sure to check those out if you want to grab some of the USDA organic food buckets, healthmasters.com. Thank you again for the support. Thank you for the emails. Thank you for the prayers. Thank you for getting out there and standing your ground. i got Hagman later on. You guys enjoy that tonight. Have a safe weekend. Have a blessed weekend. Continue to train and exercise. Stay healthy. I'll talk to you again on this show, Monday as always.